Hi, this is John Libertor with Primacy Risk Services, President CEO, and I am on the BizFire Business Spotlight with Jim Cermak. Welcome to the BizFire Business Spotlight, where we are putting amazing small businesses into the spotlight helping them tell their story and ignite their results. I am your host, Jim Cermak. Really, really excited you're here joining us today. Have you ever come across a business that did something you never even knew existed? I mean, you may have heard of the industry or something, but they do something so specific. And you're like, wow, you know, that's the kind of product or service that says, that's a great idea. You know, we have that kind of business here today. I'm really, really excited to dive in and learn more with uh, our guest. Our guest is John Libertor. He's the founder, president of Primacy Risk Services. John has 35 years of claims, litigation, and risk management experience in insurance companies, in third-party administrator roles, in insurance brokerages, and even as director of risk for several different large motor carriers. In 2000, he started his own business, Primacy Risk Services, when he saw a need for a higher level of service after the accident happens for trucking companies who are truly target defendants. They provide real-time response to truck accidents in order to gather and preserve the critical evidence that many times proves that the other vehicle is at fault or partially at fault. And when injuries are claimed, they can prove scientifically that an injury could not have resulted from the accident. Just amazing technology they have available to them. And I, I, let's, let's just dive in. John, welcome to the BizFire Business Spotlight. Say hello to the listeners out there. Hello, Jim, and thank you, and hello to everyone that is listening today. I'm uh, really honored to be with you today. Thank you. Oh, it's, it's, this is my pleasure. I am really, really excited to, to learn more. So I gave a little bit of an intro about how you, wh when you got started. Was there a, an epiphany point when you were in your career where you said, you know, this is really something that's needed that made you want to launch your own business? Can you go through those steps? Yeah, I'll try. Um, I don't know that it was a singular event, but uh, people that know me well uh, might term me a bit term me a bit of a curmudgeon in this regard. I worked for several companies uh, in my career and several large companies, and I found that I myself was uh, getting a little bit frustrated because. Uh, you know, if we were offering a service that was one, two, three, I wanted to offer four, five, and six. If we offered a service that was um, fairly responsive, I wanted it to be ultra responsive. Uh, and I didn't have the ability to control that to the extent that I wanted. So I uh, hung the proverbial shingle back in October of 2000. And um, as I like to say, I, I think we've been right at least for 20 years that there are at least as a market uh, for what we do. And uh, so again, there wasn't an exact epiphany, but uh, what I see is that there's a need for a higher level of service and higher response, higher level of response uh, to an accident. I greatly appreciate you as, as an employee saying, as a company, we're not doing enough. We need to be able to do more because I, I shared that over the, <laughs> my experience over the years that 
always want to think what's next, what's next, how can we better serve the customer? So I applaud you for that. But you said you realize there's a market for this. Explain the market. Who, who, who is it and what ha is happening that they're not getting served correctly or they weren't at that time? Sure. Uh, quite simply, the market are uh, trucking companies or any, anything on wheels, um, a commercial vehicle. It could be a bus. It could be a dump truck. It could be an ambulance. But the majority of our business, uh, our customers are trucking companies, and we, we call them a target defendant for this reason. And here's the scenario that I like to paint. People that might be predisposed to litigation, okay, people that might be out to make money, and, and we all know that there's some people out there that are like that. Um, if you ask them if they're in traffic and they were going to get bumped in traffic, would they prefer that you bump them or me in my car, your car, or a truck or a bus or a pickup truck owned by AT&T? Uh, People that are savvy, and if, and if they're not savvy enough, their attorneys will be, to answer that it's much better financially, the, the rewards are much greater potentially, to be hit by a commercial vehicle for this simple reason. They have a lot of insurance, and, they, they, and, and that's the target, really. So what we see is um, claims being made against commercial entities that many times, uh, I can't give a percentage, but many times are frivolous, uh, have no merit, yet it ends up costing these commercial entities quite a sizable sum of money. Even if they don't pay out, they have to defend the case. And many times there's a payment just to make it go away. Um, so that's, the, that's the, the, the market that we are serving, commercial vehicles that uh, are finding a pretty high frequency of accidents, and, and most of them are minor accidents, by the way, where they're spending a whole lot of time, effort, and money to get out from under these cases, and uh, they're, they're looking for a better method to do that, and that's what we bring them. We bring them a, a better method to do that. Okay, so, so far, very intrigued, because uh, I want to dive into what that method is in a minute, but explain. All right, you are not Technically, you are not an insurance company, correct? No, we're not. Um, we are uh, we are somewhat unique in that uh, I think, in all humility, I think we've created a new service. So you have an insurance company, you have a, uh, a third-party administrator, you have an insurance broker, agent, et cetera, et cetera. Um, none of them, in my opinion, uh, are able to provide the level of service that is needed on a consistent basis and to do it with urgency. So that's what we pride ourselves in doing. We are many times described as our customers' virtual backroom claim department. So we act as though we are right down the hall. We are virtual. We, we, are, we can be a thousand miles away from them but there's no reason why we can't respond immediately. Phone, email, text, you name it. Um, they are in touch with us on an as needed basis and we respond immediately so that we can begin the process of minimizing the cost of the accident. Wow, fascinating. So for virtual backroom claim department. So you are, you're on their side. So you're acting right. on, on behalf of, of uh, your client. So, and your client, you said, could be any commercial vehicle operator 
but mostly trucking companies. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. So, so an accident happens, you get word that an accident has happened involving one of your clients and one of their vehicles. What steps do you take that, uh, that, what do you do that is so different? So explain what you do and explain how it's different from what currently happens. Sure. I mean, what, what we do is, is fairly typical, but then again, it's not. <laughs> the, the way in which we do it is not typical. Um, first of all, our response is not typical. We respond immediately without question. Because, as I like to say, you know, no one has a crystal ball to know how this case is going to turn out. Somebody may say, but it's only a scratch. Uh, yesterday, I spent a lot of time on the phone with a company in Texas that did damage to a car to the tune of $700. $700. It's minor. Yet, the attorney on the case for the trucking company, not the plaintiff attorney, the attorney on the case defending, the, defending it, is saying that at the end of the day, this case is going to cost, and there's two people in the car, a total of roughly $400,000. For, $400,000. $400,000. Okay. So okay. That, that's the kind of thing, you know, where, where we say to the, to the trucking company, are, are you of the mind, like we are, that it's ludicrous that there's a payment of $400,000 for this kind of accident. And of course they're gonna say yes. So then the next question becomes, would you like some alternatives? Would, would you like to hear how we can cost effectively put you in a better position to greatly minimize that payout? And then of course their answer is yes, because our view is that by and large, the answers that they are getting from the entities that I mentioned earlier, they're all giving the same answer. And, and it's not aggressive enough. It's not uh, an answer that gets, uh, solicits excitement from the motor carrier. They're hearing the same thing all the time. Uh, and they wanna be in, in a better position. They wanna be more aggressive. They, they just don't wanna roll over on these kind of cases and say, well, I guess we have to pay even 250,000. No, no, th th this, this kind of an accident, like the one I mentioned in Houston, you know, it's not worth a dollar forty nine cents. But but the fact <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, this is America. Someone can bring a lawsuit. That's what these people have chosen to do. They'll have their day in court, et cetera, et cetera. But in the meantime, while we're awaiting trial, there's a lot of activity that goes on. And what we what we espouse, what we want to do for our customer is constantly seek methods that don't cost a, a lot of money but methods that we can employ to show the reality of the case to the other side and to therefore negotiate uh, an, a settlement that the, our customer is a whole lot happier with versus something like $300,000, for example. So you said you act immediately. What does that, what does that mean? What, uh, when, so you get it, say you, you, you were talking about this case in Houston. You get, you get notice about this accident in Houston what is the first thing you do or what, what are the steps that you go through and how quickly, when you say immediately, how quickly and what is the, what is the norm? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you asked for the norm because the norm can be a day, two days, three days, five days. Um, we like to do it within one hour so that oh. 
when the accident comes into us, let's say one o'clock any day, I mean, and, and really it doesn't matter what time, day or night, as we like to say, we like to respond at, we like to respond at two in the morning the same way we would at two in the afternoon. Because again, nobody has a crystal ball to know how this case is gonna turn out. So you better have your wits about you and you better get into action to know the case to know whether it's going to be costly or not and whether or not you need to employ tactics to reduce the cost. So the industry, the norm, again, glad you asked that, the industry is a one, two, three, four, five day process due to all the things that I wanted to run away from when I left corporate America. So while that's happening, that allows people that are predisposed to filing frivolous or fraudulent claims to start to build their case and they go see an attorney they go see a doctor etc cetera, etc cetera. we like to respond in an hour and within an hour we're, we're up and running and we are involved with everybody that's involved in the accident and who does that include well it certainly includes the driver of the other vehicle it's imperative we that we get their version in detail and quickly why because we want to get their version before they are influenced by anyone, whether it's their mother, brother, father, uncle, cousin, or plaintiff counsel. We want it, whatever they're going to tell us, we want it now. Because what our customers are telling us is that when we get to the when we get to people immediately, the odds are good that when it's a minor accident, they are going to say to us when we ask them, was there an injury? They're gonna say, no, 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 there's, I'm fine, there's no injury. And we have that. And, and that has a sentinel effect. And again, our customers are telling us this, they're, they're tracking our performance. There's a sentinel effect when someone gives that statement and knowingly have given a, a recording, it, it's, it's much less likely, not impossible, but much less likely that they're gonna go home and talk to their, or go to work, talk to their coworker, and the coworker says, well, let me tell you how to make 20 grand real quick. They know they've given a statement. They're gonna think twice about trying to come back and, and put forth an injury. Does it happen? Yes. Does it happen often? No. So that's the very first reason that, that we wanna get involved immediately. And then the second thing is, besides that, evidence. And, and evidence, most especially, is photographs. You know, what happened? Because if, you, if we believe everybody that's involved in an accident with a truck, many times what you're gonna hear is in, in a minor accident, let's say the truck rolls into the, to the back of the car um, and, and does a minor scratch. We see these a lot. You know, the, the people many times go to the doctor and they say, I got run over by a truck. Oh, oh. And, and the doctor, guess what he does? That's what he writes in his record, in his clinical note. Patient almost got run over by a big 18-wheeler. And somebody would read that and say, oh, my gosh, this must be awful. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> and so we have ways to to get the truth out there, uh, and, and that's what we want. We just wanna know exactly what happened. And, and one analogy, if I may, I always remember 
uh, watched a uh, television show years ago, you know, the, a criminal was in jail, whether or not he was rightly or wrongly accused. And, and here comes the defense lawyer in to talk to the criminal. And he sits down with them and he says, look, the, the attorney says to the, to, the, uh, to the accused, look, I can do the best job for you possible if I can know one thing. Did you do it or did you not? Just tell me the truth. Because if you did do it, then I know how to, how to act. If you didn't do it, I know how to act. I, I just need to know what it is. So just, just tell me what it is. We kind of have that mentality with regards to accidents. If, if someone's going to fabricate, you know, we want that record. We, we want them to tell us that, you know, their head was almost chopped off or, or their shoulder came out of the socket and, and, you know, and it's a scratch to the left rear of the car. I mean, believe me, that's what we get many times, but we want to have that record. So we get a digital recorded statement from the, from the people that are involved and either witnesses, we interview our driver, we get photographs, and there's other things that we do to, to if we have to get into a scuffle, I'll call it, with a plaintiff attorney, where they want to purport that the accident was actually traumatic, and we know it wasn't because we have evidence, and then we need to shift into a different gear to, uh, to prove to them beyond a shadow of a doubt that it, it really was, in fact, minor. This is eye-opening. I really and truly eye-opening, and it makes so much sense. Everyone who's listening, I mean, you have, we have all had experiences with customer service. You know, I don't care what, what company you're dealing with or what industry you're dealing with or what, uh, even if it's uh, going to an emergency room, when was the last time you could expect to get the same high level of service, not just the same level of service, but the high level of service at 2 a.m. versus 2 p.m., 2 in the morning versus 2 in the afternoon, that does not happen anywhere. It yeah, does not happen anywhere. Yeah, and I, and I, and I admit I, I can be a little bit impatient when I'm a consumer, and uh, I remember one of my children had nursemaid's elbow, and, you know, I was fooling around with Brian and pulled his arm out of socket, et cetera, and he was in a lot of pain. So I took him, and this happened more than once, I took him to the, to the emergency room at the hospital, and I'm the over-anxious dad wanting my son to be seen, just because I know they can just pop it back in and we'll be good, and my son is in some pretty good pain. And I had to go in and, and do the usual, you know, do you have your insurance card? Well, that's what they want, number one, when I get it. And I remember sitting there at the window with Brian at my side, and I'm trying to console him. And the person, be, the person behind the window that took my name, address, employer, insurance information, you know, et cetera, et cetera, there she is on a keyboard typing with one finger, you know, the hunt and peck method. And I thought, you know, I, I'm not going to complain to her. I was in a kind of a hurry. But someone in that organization, someone at that hospital needs to understand that she needs training. Get somebody in there that can type please a little bit faster so that I don't have this anxiety of, come on, woman, you know, let's get on with the treatment. So I always remember that little incident many years ago. That is so true. I think everyone, everyone who's listening is probably nodding their heads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you call someone even... And what you feel is a regular business hour and they're already closed because their business hours are, are you know, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. or something like that. And, and you just can't get 
get through to anybody or it's hard to even get anybody on the phone these days. Everything is, send us an email, we'll respond back. So to get that, that level of service 24 hours a day and the immediacy, how important is that? I mean, if anyone who's been in an accident, you know that over time, your recollection of all the fine details of that accident, they just kind of change. They go away a little bit or uh, someone starts saying, oh, weren't you in a lot of pain? And then all of a sudden, yeah, you know what? I kind of was in a lot of pain. <laughs> but you think back really, well, no, I felt fine right afterwards. It was no big deal. Uh, but facts can change over time. That is why what John and his team at Primacy do is so incredibly important. The immediacy of getting there. And you said photographs? Now, do you just cover a small area of the country or, or what, uh, what, what is your coverage? Yeah, we cover, we cover 48 states. We have a lot of ways to get photographs from everywhere, anywhere, any, anytime. Um, we, we use select vendors that uh, know how to do this thing, but we give them specific instructions. But, but the key is to not wait. Again, no crystal ball. You don't know, and I'll give you an example. We we had we have this quite quite often. There's there'll be a car that has damage to the left side, so the driver's door, and then there'll be a claim of injury that comes in, you know, a few weeks later for the right elbow. You know, minor damage to the driver's left door, and that driver tells us that their right elbow was injured. It just doesn't wash. It it so for us to have photographs, we can begin to defend and minimize that case and challenge the physician and the attorney that this elbow injury is in fact not related. So the immediacy, the urgency comes into play because before someone takes that car to a body shop and the body shop repairs it, I need photographs. So the case I'm dealing with in Houston, as an example, I have two photographs that uh, I were taken, you know, in the middle of the night, and they're awful. I need, I, we can do great things if we have even decent photographs of the damage, because with photographs, we can calculate the forces into the car and then scientifically determine whether or not someone could have been injured from that collision, from that force getting into some other aspects of what we do, but um, it's one of the things we have to be prepared to do because the cl most claims that we see are pretty outrageous, quite frankly. Wow. The, the, so the technology you have available to you is that is no, not just, Hey, take a look at this picture and, and give us your best guess counselor. This is, this is really taking a picture and putting it through technology that exists that you can identify the forces and make the best scientific proof, if you will, of what actually happened to the people inside that vehicle. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's an engineering process. So it's not just the photograph, but we have to collect certain information along with the photographs that we are able to use to scientifically calculate. And, and we always underscore the scientific aspect because this is not just me looking at a photograph. This is not the engineer looking at merely a photograph. There's a lot of things that go into play that allows for the calculation of the speed, the crush, the force. We need to know everything as much as we can about the accident, uh, including 
you know, skid marks, including yaw marks that are, that are left by tires, um, things like that. Um, the more information, the more accurate we're going to be, but we, we're pretty accurate when we have uh, photographs and estimates for repair and things like that. And, and it's more than that, but that's a really good start for us to be able to piece together the puzzle to determine whether or not somebody is reasonably injured. And obviously every claim is going to be a little bit different. Every company, every accident is going to be a little bit different. Do you have any ballpark numbers as to on the average claim that you are able to mitigate? What kind of a percentage can you save a company? Well, that's a really good question. It's a difficult question to answer because it really depends what their past history has been. So what we will say to a company if, if they, when they ask that question, and it's a good question and it's a reasonable question, but we will say to them, um, if we can look at your past performance, if we can look at some of your claims to see what the practices are, then we can give you a really good idea. And I'll, again, another analogy, and I, and I like to draw analogies to the auto industry for some crazy reason. But if you said to me, hey, my car, uh, I'm not quite sure I'm, I'm happy with the, uh, with the gas mileage. Okay, can I drive it? Can I look under the hood? And I look under the hood and I see that your six cylinder, uh, you know, two of the plugs are off the uh, spark plugs, two of the wires. Jim, I, I got good news. I can increase your gas mileage. I'm going to put new plugs in. I'm going to attach all the wires and it's going to increase by 30, 40%. In general, I have no qualms in saying to companies that if you're getting the service that I think you're likely getting, because it's pretty much the same everywhere. Um, and if there's a, just a, a passive approach to these kind of claims that everybody is frustrated with, I think there's a really good chance we're going to save you between 25 to 35 and 40%. And, and that's not a terrible stretch for us. Some cases will be greater, some not so great. But if you kind of spread it out over the year, if we work on all the cases that come in, the fact of the matter is it's much, much less likely that a case that we're involved in because of our investigative methods, much less likely that any case is going to surprise us and, and reach a point where everybody's frustrated and we don't know what to do. It's likely not going to happen, but again, because of our methods, because of our, our practices. Wow, 25 to 40% is not an insignificant amount. And you met, you threw out, you just threw out a number earlier of this is probably going to, this claim is probably going to cost our company $400,000. And if that is something that is anywhere close to a real figure, which you see on a regular basis, and that's one claim, I can only imagine, extrapolate that over how many claims the average, uh, say, trucking company has in the course of a year and saving yeah. 25 to 40%, that, that could literally add up to yeah. millions of dollars in savings. Right. Yeah, and, and trucking is an industry, one of the reasons I love serving the trucking industry is because their margins are, are just razor thin. They, they have to do a lot to make a nickel. They've got to run a lot of miles, employ a lot of drivers, have a lot of backroom people, buy tires, buy fuel, buy the trucks, buy the trailer, um, and, and all that goes on. It's a, it's a fairly simple business. You go from point A to point B, but 
in, in reality, it's, it's relatively complex because of all that goes into to streamlining that business and, tr and trying to turn a profit. It's not easy. And then you see this money being paid out. Um, it's pretty frustrating for, for the trucking company, trucking industry. I can't even imagine, can't even imagine uh, what they go through. And before talking to you, I didn't even realize that this was a big problem, but now it makes so much sense. And I can imagine it, not just in the trucking uh, industry, but if anyone listening out there is in the trucking industry and you, you have a fleet of trucks and you're, you've got to be thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to reach out. <laughs> I got to find out more about what Primacy does. You've got to do that. And if anyone's in any other industry, I can imagine, you know, John, am I, I going outside the bounds by saying limo companies, ambulance companies, any, any uh, company that tr transports people uh, or, or is in commercial vehicles, that's why I should say, not transport people, but commercial vehicles, they should be reaching out to you. Yeah, I mean, we, we just love to field the questions to begin to understand the, the, you know, the pain, um, how dramatic it is, the level of service that they're getting. Um, whether or not it's in uh, vehicular accidents, auto liability, or workers' compensation, which is another big cost for trucking companies. And uh, just, by, just by fielding some questions, we can provide some pretty quick answers to get them to arrive at a, a decision pretty quickly, whether or not they want to make even a minor investment to have us take a look at a couple cases and give them some real counsel on things that should have been done and can still be done on a case that's open. Fantastic. So give, give us an idea of the company that they say, okay, I want to reach out to you. What would they expect? What's, what's kind of the process of getting started of uh, working with Primacy? Well, it can be on one or two cases where they have some frustration and would be happy to, you know, take a look at documents. We'll tell them what, at a minimum, what, what we need to look at so that we can give them some idea as to how far off track that case might be, uh, we'll tell them if it's not, you know, that actually they're getting uh, good service, et cetera. We'll tell them that. Um, and, and we typically don't charge for that. I mean, it's just, you know, looking at a few documents, uh, knowing the case, asking some questions. Um, we want to we wanna show them that, that we add value. And beyond that, uh, when, when they like what they hear, and typically we'll ask, so what's this going to cost? How does it work? And that's where we go back to the example of being the virtual backroom claim department. Just as if they had a department of one or two or five or 10 people down the hall, we provide that service to them real time and we report back to them frequently so that they understand what the accident is really about and we make recommendations to them constantly as to what we need to do on their behalf to minimize the cost and and they make the decision it's their money you know they can say i agree with you or not uh whether we recommend a denial whether we recommend uh, paying somebody a thousand dollars um whatever um it's their money and we we feel like uh, we have the experience to make the recommendations but it's their decision we're not going to tell them what to do we certainly will not shy away from making recommendations though yeah, that's typically how it goes. That's excellent. Again, if anyone is listening out there who's even remotely thinking about, should you uh, give John a call? Yes. Yes. Reach out to them. No risk, as you heard. He said a lot of times they'll, they'll even take a look at a current claim that you're struggling with. 
at no cost, but that's uh, obviously up to them <laughs> to do however they wanted to do it. But you know what, John, this is something that through this service, if you are saving, when you add up your, your clients, if you're saving them, let's just throw out one number. It's to say you're, you're saving a total of a million dollars a year. That is a million dollars in frivolous money that is not being spent. Guess what? To all of us who are consumers, those trucks are out there. They're, they're transporting goods. They are getting the goods that you and I buy. Somebody is paying for that, and it's us, us the consumer. Because if, if I, that trucking company is paying an extra million dollars a year out of their own pockets, then they have to raise rates. They've got to make that cost up somewhere. And that goes into the, right. the cost of the product and, and the cost of shipping, all of those things. So based on what John and what Primacy are doing, they're helping all of us <laughs> to be able to enjoy a little bit lower cost and, and not have money just thrown out for no really good reason other than to, to line a few pockets and, uh, and to pay you know, pay for some frivolous legal fees and things like that. I don't mean to make it sound callous or anything like that, but you're really doing a valuable service to a lot of people out there, a good uh, chunk of the population. So we thank you for that. All right, John, as, as you know, something that I require every guest of the uh, BizFire Business Spotlight to do is to bring a special giveaway or a special offer to our listeners. So what is the special, uh, special thing that you have for listeners today. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Um, I would like to suggest that if people want to reach out, I will get back to them immediately, of course, with at least five tactics that we strongly recommend that a company uh, perform or have performed for them when there is an accident, any accident. So you don't want to cut corners, but these are tactics that we strongly recommend. They're tried and true. They don't necessarily cost much money. Uh, but if you perform these tactics all the time, you are going to be in a much, much better position to defend your case and uh, prevent it from getting out of control financially. Wow. So these are things that they can do on their own. Sure. Oh. If, they, if, they have, if they have the ability, the people, et cetera. Uh, if not, you know, we stand ready to help them, of course. Um, and we can guide them through or show them on a sample case, you know, whatever. We're, we like to just show the value first, and then they, can, they come to the realization typically that, ah, I see how this works now, and this will be a good thing. Okay, fantastic. Well, there you go. Giving five, at least five tips and tactics on how you can mitigate and minimize the results from accidents that's, that's fantastic. That Hopefully everyone will take them up on, uh, on that special offer. So thank you, John. Now that leads to, obviously, the natural question, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Yeah, well, if it's a phone call, it's uh, toll-free, 877-328-9178. My extension is 701, and that number uh, gets to my phone all the time, regardless of where I am. Uh, an email, the easiest way to reach us is info, I-N-F-O, at two, the number two, the number four, the letter X as an X-ray, the number seven, primacy, P-R-I-M as in Michael, A-C-Y dot com. Outstanding. So, and I will drop all that information into the show notes. So just if you're needing to uh, see how everything is spelled, 
just click on the show notes. We'll have that. We'll have a link to their website, which is 24x7primacy.com and to John's uh, direct phone number and reach out to him. Learn how they can help you save money, save some time, and really reduce your, your overall costs. John, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing. This is, again, I, and I go back to what I said at the beginning, one of those businesses, and there are a lot of small businesses across the country that provide amazing services that no one even knows about. It's one of those things that, like you said, you're creating a whole new industry niche here and a new, new line of service that is, and you're raising the bar for service across the industry, across the industry. You're, you're raising that level of expectation and, and of excellence. So on behalf of everyone who's benefiting from our lower costs, <laughs> thanks to the good work you do. Thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time out today to, uh, to talk to us. Jim, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. Uh, it's been my pleasure. And for everyone listening, if you know a small business or you are a small business and you'd like to get your voice heard and like to get into the spotlight, just like we did with John and Primacy today, please go over to our website at IWantTheSpotlight.com. That's IWantTheSpotlight.com. Fill out the form and we will do everything we can to get you into the spotlight. So thank you for listening today. Reach out to John, get those tips, and we will see you next time right here in the spotlight. Do you know an amazing small business that would like to share their story and be on the BizFire Business Spotlight podcast? Get over to IWantTheSpotlight.com and register today.